Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It is, something is happening in America that is very, very good. They have awakened a sleeping giant. And they've been talking about a red wave. And today, I'd just like you to consider it in a different way. Do you remember in the scene of um, of uh, Stephen King's movie, The Shining, when the elevator doors open up and it's like a sea of blood? I think that's more of the red wave. I think this is going to be an incredible, incredible election. We may see things we've never seen before. Gretchen Whitmer uh, Whitmer is uh, up against Tudor Dixon. Now, this woman is extraordinarily accomplished, um, but she's she's a mom and she has her degree in psychology and she started getting really concerned about the indoctrination of our children in schools. She found ways to work around it, and finally she was just like, you know what? This has got to stop. She's running for governor, and today Real Clear Politics is is saying that looks like she's going to beat Whitmer. Uh, you already had the Detroit News declare her as the winner of the debate. She's on with us in 60 seconds. Right now, saving money is so important to all of us. It's good to be prepared for whatever's coming down the pike. You want to save money? Uh, My grandmother and my mom used to clip coupons out all the time. Thank God that's a thing of the past. I was so embarrassed. My mom would always say, wait a minute, I've got a coupon in my purse. Hang on. And everybody would be looking and you're like, oh, come on, mom, please. Anyway, there's an amazing app now that will save you money on gas and groceries and dining out. All you have to do is download it and use the promo code BECK. You'll automatically get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. And from there, you'll just uh, find an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business and when you pay, you get paid. It's easy. It's free. Use the promo code BECK, the free Upside app. Save 25 cents on every gallon of gas for your first fill-up. Free Upside app. Right now, use the promo code BECK. Tudor Dixon, welcome to the program. 
Thank you. Thank you for having me. It is uh, it is great to talk to you. Uh, and you are killing it uh, up in uh, in a place where I, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that uh, Whitmer A is competitive. And then at the same time, I'm shocked that uh, anybody can beat her. Um, because I just feel like I feel like the whole country has been hypnotized or half of the country has been hypnotized and they just don't see things clearly anymore. Um, well, they continue to try to hypnotize. If you see what happened in the debate, she stood on the debate stage and looked straight into the camera and said, she's attacking me. My opponent is attacking me for shutting down schools. Schools in Michigan were shut down for three months. Schools in Michigan were shut down for almost two years. It's outrageous to think that she can just gaslight the entire state, but she can't. So parents today are outraged that she would have the nerve to look directly in their eyes. I mean, when you look in the camera, you're looking directly in the eyes of the parents of Michigan and saying, what happened to you didn't happen. Do you think that they think they're Jedi's? (laughs) <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, but I, I don't think they are. I yeah, no, I, I don't think not. so either. Um, so what happened with uh, schools, the reading, writing, math, all of this stuff that was destroyed because of the lockdowns, um, really bad in Michigan. But then on top of it, you add the gender theory and everything else. Schools make no sense anymore. I think it's great that you brought that up because she made a comment in the debate that was so belittling to parents who think that these books are a danger to their kids. And she looked at me and she said, "Um, my opponent thinks that books are more dangerous than guns. I think that is the most shameful comment because we should look at all dangers for our kids. We shouldn't belittle one parent's concern over the others. And we have a problem with guns, but she doesn't do anything about it. We had a, a school shooting in Michigan. She said she thought we should have a discussion. So how, <laughs> how much does she want to keep our kids safe? We have a problem with books in the school. These, these books in our schools are absolutely horrific. They are genuinely oh, teaching kids how to have sex. And she laughs about it. She belittles it. She mocks the parents who are saying this is a problem and Stephen Colbert does the same thing he has a show on and he says you know this this isn't happening parents don't say this how how bizarre that these politicians are saying this is a problem you know what keep saying it because parents are sick and tired of being manipulated and embarrassed and belittled by politicians who don't care about them I I agree with you a hundred percent and I can't This is why I say I I can't believe that the race is competitive in some ways, because if we were talking 10 years ago, even Democrats would have said, no, 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 no. This is crazy. This is just a few elite that have somehow or another galvanized their believers around them into this religion where you can't question anything. And uh, as a parent, once you cross into my kids and you're screwing with my kids, that, that's a line that you're just not going to cross. I'm not going to let you cross it. But look, Gretchen Whitmer and Joe Biden, they believe the same things. It's the Biden-Whitmer politics. You saw Joe Biden sitting down with someone who's mocking young women, playing oh, jokes yeah. and, and mocking tampons and, and mocking how little girls act. 
And they obviously think that it is a joke to say that young girls are silly and, and that anybody can be a little girl. And you have that going on. You have this situation where they're trying to push this sex and gender on kids. And we're, we're saying we want a Florida style bill in the state of Michigan where we're not going to talk about sex and gender from kindergarten to third grade. And you will not hear that out of the Democrats. You will not hear that from Gretchen Whitmer. She was very clear on the debate stage the other night when I said, we want to know where Gretchen Whitmer stands on this. And she made it clear that she does not think it's an issue and it's not, she's not going to do anything about it. Well, it's one of the top issues that I hear across the state of Michigan. And you, you noted the test scores. Michigan just had the greatest drop in test scores we've ever seen. We are now the ninth worst in the nation. We are in the bottom 10 in the nation for education. And she is out there bragging that she is the governor for students. It's a, it's a travesty what's happening. She, Uh, in 2019, she was actually sued by students in Detroit for a civil rights violation because they said they did not have access to literacy. That's how bad mm -hmm. it is in the state of Michigan. And she stands on the debate stage looks into the camera with a smirk and tells you what happened to you didn't really happen. So let me ask you, um, change kind of change the subject a bit. What, what is uh, proposal three? It's on, the, it's on the ballot and it's about sterilizing children without parental consent, right? So, yes. Yeah, so uh, this is another thing that she lied about. It is a, she, she will stand up on the stage and say that this is just, Bringing back Roe to the state of Michigan. It is absolutely not. You're right. What it does, the language is written so that, first of all, every every law that we have surrounding abortion on the books in Michigan is null and void. So this is this is new constitutional language. So it's in, it would be placed into the Constitution. Jeez. And it's the most radical abortion law in the country. Only The only other places that have a law like this are China and North Korea, but it does allow what you're saying because the way it is written is that an individual has the the right to do whatever they want when it comes to sterilization, reproduction, all of these different things, which, and, and it also says you don't have to have parental consent. So we used to have a law that said a minor would have to have parental consent to have an abortion. This says a minor needs no parental consent for abortion or sterilization. So it would allow a minor to get puberty blockers without their parents knowing. It also says that it doesn't have to be a doctor that would perform an abortion. There's also abortion up to the moment of birth, abortion for any reason, including sex selection. There's no reason, it's, it's no limits abortion in the state of Michigan. And they will lie to your face about what it actually is. But if you read the proposal, it is very clear that these that the laws that are on the books will no longer be there and that you have zero limits on abortion in the state of Michigan. Is, is this well known that this proposal, uh, do people in Michigan understand it? That's the question. We uh, we have we know that there are a lot of people out there that are door knocking. They're trying to give out pamphlets. They're trying to explain it because, of course, the way they write these is so that you you know, oh, know. For the average person you read it and you go, oh well, maybe that's not that bad. And the Democrats are out there saying, oh, it's it's exactly Roe. It's it's everything. You know, we're just keeping the status quo, which it's not. But you have to remember that it's very suspicious because at the same time as you're trying to put a proposal on the ballot that would allow this, you have the Michigan Department of Ed teaching a training to teachers saying, 
We want, when kids come into school this year, ask them their gender, ask them their pronouns, oh my ask them ask them their name, and then don't tell their parents. And if they want to learn how to transition, talk to them about that without talking to mom and dad. So can, can I ask you, do you, are you seeing people on the campaign trail that are like, look, I, I don't normally vote for a Republican, but this has got to end. It's very interesting because Michigan has a very large Muslim population that has historically always voted Democrat. And we were at an event just a few days ago, and a man came up to me and he said to me, I've always voted Democrat. I found this stuff in our schools, and I was outraged. And he said, I went to our Democrat elected officials and said, you got to get this out of the schools. And he said, they called me a racist and they called me a bigot. He said, I'm not even, it's not even that I'm just a Democrat. He said, a few weeks ago, I was a Democrat running for office. He said, I am no longer running for office as a Democrat, and I will never vote Democrat again now that I've been treated this way. He said, for my life here in this country, I've always been a devoted Democrat. And for them to look at me and call me a bigot and a racist, because I don't want my children to be reading books about how to have sex in middle school, I, I just, he was shocked. And, and that's the interesting thing is, so our, our Muslim population has historically voted Democrat. And he said, I'm talking to all my friends about voting Republican, because at the end of the day, he said, no matter what issue there is out there, my kids are going to be my number one issue always. And it's not just that. In Michigan, you have this going on, but obviously we see inflation. We see what's going on in the country with higher prices. And we see that we have a a, a governor here who is very, very much into the Biden-Whitmer politics, and she is trying to shut down a pipeline in the state of Michigan. So we're also looking at inflation and rising energy costs and rising gas prices, and we have some of the highest gas prices in the entire country. We are at almost... 420 a gallon now for gas. And this is a governor who tried to implement a 45 cents a gallon gas tax. So imagine if she'd gotten her way, we'd be even higher. What Michigan is going through right now is outrageous. But every time we hit her on this stuff, the Democrats come in and give her a bunch more money. So I would ask your listeners to go to TudorDixon.com and help us out. Um, so, Tudor, what what are the things? What, give me the first three things that you want to get done right away. I want to make sure that we get our kids back on track because, as you heard, our kids are so behind in education. So, we want to get tutoring into our schools. This is so, but wait, wait, wait. How, how are you going to do that with the teachers unions, which I think are the biggest problem? They, them, and their money is the biggest problem in fixing our schools. Okay. And Michigan has a very strong union. She has been endorsed by the unions. They put a lot of money into the Democrat Governors Association, and they've run 23 million, probably now 25 million in ads against me. So we know that's a problem. And, And think about that. 25 million in ads against me, and we have had a very limited budget. I heard you saying that not everybody has been embraced by the GOP. I've, you know, we've had we've struggled to prove to people that we can do this. And now I think we've finally proven that we can, and we have people coming on board, but we need more people. And that's why I ask that people go to tutordixon.com. But I will say, you're right. The teachers union is tough. We have to work with them and say, we want to hire retired teachers and not have this affect their, right. their retirement program, but bring people in. There is, there is no bigger 
failure than robbing our kids of an education. That's why that lawsuit existed with children suing the governor saying that their civil rights had been violated because there's no bigger travesty than robbing a child of their education right. and leaving them illiterate because you end up having you you can't get slaves. a job. What is your future? Yeah. You have slaves. So, so we <laughs> it's a terrible situation and in Michigan we end up honestly you can predict your prison population by your literacy rate. So if you rob your children of a, an education and the ability to read, then you can guarantee that you're going to have to figure out how to manage crime. And right now we're seeing rising crime rates. Michigan has risen in crime more than most other states. And another thing that she's not addressing, but of course, because she went out and marched with the people that held up the defund the police signs. She said she supports the spirit of defund the police. So now not only has she failed our kids, but she's failed our public our communities and our public safety and that's the second thing so we want to get education back on track we want to get tutors in the schools and then we want to actually fund our police officers we have a plan to put a billion new dollars into policing to recruit and retain police to bring them to the state of michigan or to rise folks up from their own communities and have them join the police force to bring pride back to that profession and make sure that we keep our community safe and then our last thing is to reduce regulations. We're, our economic development is in shambles in the state of Michigan. Oh, yeah. And the main reason is it's just too hard to do business here. Yeah. Democrats want to overregulate everything. Yeah. Tudor, I, um, I appreciate um, your, um, your zeal uh, and your spirit and your willing to get into this uh, nightmare of <clears throat> politics uh, in America today. Um, I urge you, if you would like to help uh, Tudor out, I urge you to go to TudorDixon.com. That's TudorDixon.com. She uh, has a real chance of winning here. And if it is the, if it is the bloodbath, Stephen King bloodbath uh, election night, um, she may win by, by a few percentage points and shock the entire world. Um, thank you so much. And... Um, we look to we look forward to seeing what you're going to do in Michigan. Well, thank you. I do think that we will shock the world, and I'm anxious to do it. Yeah, good. Tudor Dixon, thank you so much. TudorDixon.com. Exactly how much chaos do you need to exist in the world before you decide it's time to build a hedge against it? That's what gold and silver is. It's a hedge. It's a wall. When the world is insane and they have tanked your dollar... And it's not worth anything. And inflation keeps going up. You need something to hold on to. You need, and think like the Germans did in the 20s and 30s. They had gold. They had silver. They had diamonds. They had things that would hold its value. Diamonds, I don't think, hold their value really as much anymore. Gold, the world always returns to gold silver is a great way to barter because it will be worth more than it is today um especially with all of the battery stuff that we're doing anyway um it'll be worth more than it is today and it's in a usable amount but you can also get smaller amounts of gold Goldline right now has a great deal going on this week on their historic graded $5 gold Indian coins. These are really important. I, I collect these um, because 
I, uh, I hedge against inflation with collections. I'm a collector. Ask Goldline why I buy gold the way I do. With every box of 20 of the graded five gold Indians, you're going to receive 100 of the silver mind your business bars at no cost. It's a great deal. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10-second station ID. Now listen to listen to Tudor Dixon there. You just heard her. Now, now let me play cut seven here. I want to introduce you to another woman, a strong woman, a woman that just everyone should look and respect. Here's the thing. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus, right? Mm. Can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus, right? Just there's something about... The, and, and most of us, many of us, went to school on the yellow school bus, right? And it's She's part so of, bad. It's part of our, our experience growing up. It's part of, uh, you know... Stop. This is her talking to a room full of adults. And she's trying to convince them that by, by investing in yellow school buses that are electric, it's just so exciting, this is so insulting. The uh, Tudor Dixon was right. Uh, what's his name? Mulvaney, who is doing his uh, you know first hundred days as a girl, is so insulting to women. They are destroying women in every possible way. They say, therefore, oh no, we're for really strong women. Are you? Because is the yellow school bus lady strong or is Tudor Dixon strong? Which one? Plus, whenever anyone sees a school bus, they get annoyed because they're going to get stuck behind yes. it. No that one was is the excited. first thing I thought of. Who loves school bus? Not, <laughs> not me. Not me. I always are like, oh, crap. crap. I've got to get off this road. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We have another strong female uh, going to be joining us here in just a second. Uh, and, and she's actually a female, which is weird. I think. I, I, you know, I haven't checked, but I'm pretty sure. Can't be sure. Um, American Financing, um, what you don't know is what you don't know. Okay. That's actually True. If you haven't called American Financing and talked to one of their mortgage consultants, then you don't know how much money you could be saving on a monthly basis. Could you save a couple hundred dollars, maybe as much as a thousand? The average person that calls American Financing, they save six hundred and ninety five dollars a month. That's tremendous. That'll help put food on the table. Keep your car full of gas. You owe it to yourself just to give American Financing a call today because you don't know what you don't know. Let them just look at your finances and see if they can help you. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn and you can save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Tuesday, November 8th, hopefully the insanity begins to stop 
It's election and election coverage is happening at, uh, I think, 745 or 8 o'clock uh, on Tuesday, November 8th. Uh, I'm going to be hosting Steve Dace, Ali Stuckey, Dave Rubin, Jason Whitlock, uh, the whole Blaze TV family. Also, Michael Malice, Megan Kelly is going to be with us as well. And uh, Primetime 99, Alex Stein is going to be. It's going to be. How does everyone on this coverage get a mention except me? I'm also going to be there. There no, you go. Jeez. I, you know what? Let's just Incredible. hold this. Let's just hold this back. Come see me Friday oh. in my office. Okay. I'll bring, should I bring a box? You should bring <laughs> okay, a box. Right. You should bring a box. Okay. Uh, then the following week, targets of tyranny, how to survive being an enemy of the state. We have the people that have experienced the FBI coming in, taking a million dollars from them and their small business, never charged with a crime, had to fight to get their money back. An ATF inspector uh, that w- was spying on the records of legal gun owners at a gun store and then recommended that the store owner's business license should be revoked. We have a Texas father who lost custody of his twins after he objected to transitioning his son into a girl. And the FBI busted down the door, cons- uh, uh, seized the computers and cell phones of Trump supporters that weren't at the Capitol on January 6th. And the FBI whistleblower who said, I can't be a part of this anymore. Um, we just in fact got a kind of an interesting worded letter from the FBI uh, regarding his appearance on the program. We'll tell you more about that. If you'd like to be a part of the audience, uh, just write to tickets at glenbeck.com. That's tickets at glenbeck.com. We'll be recording on November 12th. That's a Saturday, Saturday evening, November 12th. Get your tickets now. They're free. Tickets at glenbeck.com. Go there. Um, all right. So The Blaze has an incredibly uh, powerful voice uh, in Ali Stuckey. And she has just she has just produced something uh, that uh, is from the Democratic Party or so it seems. Look. I could go all day listing the accomplishments of this administration and the Democratic Party, but why not listen to our voters instead? Here's what they have to say. Not being able to afford to eat out, go on vacation or pay our electricity bills has really brought our family together. Literally, we had to move from our four bedroom house to a studio apartment. Her husband's on the toilet behind her. (laughs) And while it looks like we have power simply because our ideology dominates all major corporations, big tech, Hollywood, academia, public education, the administrative and security states, the CDC, the NIH, not to mention the World Economic Forum and the UN, we're actually the underdog. <laughs> it is incredible. <laughs> really well done. Uh, Allie joins me now. Hi, Allie. Hi. You are killing it. Oh, thank you, you are, so much. You are really becoming an important voice in well, America. Well, that means a lot. But, thank you. Um, so uh, how is this How is this perceived? Because it, it just goes viral so fast when you do these. Well, this is my third one. I did the first one in 2018 before those midterms. I did the second one in 2020. And you would think that maybe I would run out of material at some point. But the Democrats just give me more and more. The only difficulty is now trying to discern between parody and reality. They become so absurd that it's actually kind of hard to make fun of. I know. I, I was talking to who was it Rob Schneider? Yes. And I said, if you're it's, if you're at SNL now, which they're not doing, but if you were there, 
how do you take it to an absurd level? Because it's there every day. It's already as ridiculous as you can get. But I think what I'm trying to go for is not even making it more ridiculous. It's just kind of... Um, exposing the ridiculousness in an ironic way because they literally dominate all these institutions with their ideology and literally think that they're the underdog. So it's just putting it out there together to show people this is how it is. And it's just as absurd as it sounds. So have you gotten have you gotten strikes or banned or anything? You get any pushback on this? Not quite yet. It's only been out for a few hours just since last night. I did get a nice uh, COVID misinformation banner on Instagram just to let people know that my (laughs) jokes about whatever it was, the vaccine, that they need to be fact-checked. Oh, okay. (laughs) Got to fact-check all jokes. That's always important. That's very, very important. And they do. They do. And they do. (laughs) They do. Um, Except when they say something serious and claim it's a joke, they don't fact-check that. Right. Um, Right. um, Elon Musk yes. went into Twitter yesterday, yes. and I don't know. Did you see the? Did you see the, the demands no, oh. before that? Did you see the demands of the workers? I saw the complaints. I didn't see the demands. Oh yeah, they're always no, demands. They're never requests or preferences. I know, I know. They demand that he not fire anybody. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that he doesn't look at anybody's ideology mm. uh, to make any decisions. And it's like. First of all, who oh. the hell are you? Right. I uh, just spent. Did you spend the billions of dollars on this that I just did? Because I just bought the dump. Yeah. Uh, and you know, so far, no response from Elon Musk. He says he's going to slash it by seventy-five percent. That would be an immediate, automatic improvement, in my estimation. So, do you believe him that he's an actual freedom of speech guy? You know, I hope so. I think, you know, kind of what I was saying, anything is an improvement at this point. Do I think that he and I <laughs> we have share such low standards? Yes, now, don't we? I, I mean, the bar is way <laughs> yeah, down here. It so really it's got to be a little bit higher. I mean, I don't think he is some voice for conservatives or anything like that, but it's got to be a little freer than what it was before, right? Yeah. I'm just wondering. I'm wondering what his first, uh, his first uh, reinstatement Will be. Yes, I'm thinking it's got to be the Babylon Bee. I mean, we're be. talking about satire. That The Babylon Bee getting kicked off Twitter could have reset Western civilization. Right. And it, I wonder if he'll reset. Do you think Donald Trump will be back? I He's think he got will. to. I, yeah. oh, I want to. I don't know. Will. That's a little worrisome. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Right before the midterms, maybe we can hold off for a second. Just a few weeks. That's yeah. all. That's all. So, what have you thought about the? Uh, I mean, we we are seeing really strong women. Yes. I, I think. I mean, we've talked to Carrie Lake here over the last couple of years. What um, a dynamite! Have you seen her in person? No, I've never seen her in person. Oh my gosh! Yes, you watch that woman give a speech. She electrifies. A room. I believe it. Yeah. I, I can feel that from the screen, yeah. and that's saying something. She is really good. Mm-hmm. Really, she could be a. She could be. Uh, I mean, I think if Donald Trump wins, she would be asked to be the vice presidential mm. nominee. But she mm. could be the next president. She is really good. Yeah, if she's on fire. she can actually do the job. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. You know, that we'll to see. Be seen. And then Tudor Dixon as well. Doing Just, well. Yeah, doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, does it give you hope that, because to me, when I see your your video and you're saying all these things, I'm like, yeah, right, <laughs> right. Um, does it give you hope that it appears as though Americans on both sides are starting to wake up? Hmm. 
I think it's definitely a possibility. It is absolutely the year or maybe the two years, three years of the mom. And I think no matter what your background or ideology is, when you see a lot of the issues that are at stake in education, I mean, there's no parent or almost no parent, left, right, or center, who doesn't want their kids learning math and wants their kids learning about pornography more. I think it was MSNBC that just did a panel, Democrat, Independent, Republican, and they all agreed about the issue of education. So I do think that it's possible that Democrats have pushed too hard, especially on gender ideology. Oh, big time. That could wake a lot of people up. How do you feel about, is his name Mulvaney? The president sits down with this guy, grown who, man, grown man who is acting like a girl is just yes. I mean, it's an insult to women, yes, and to girls. Yes, it's it's creepy also that a grown man refers to himself and dresses up as a young girl. I don't know any girl or woman who acts as juvenile and as ditzy and as obnoxious as this. So it really is a caricature of what he thinks really like a floozy is. In his mind, this is what a woman looks like. Well, I hate to throw around the words misogyny and things like that, but it is absolutely insulting. It is. That's what you think it means to be a woman. Right. Matt Walsh just said uh, the other day, are, are we being punked? Right. I mean. Now, that would be funny. That would be really <laughs> Hats funny. Hats off to you, dude. That Hats would, off to yeah, you. Yeah, that would be really good. There's one other story I want to talk to you about. A school board lawyer in New Jersey just said parents cannot dictate what their children are taught. If you don't like what the transgender policy is in the district, then it's your choice to leave and take your kids someplace else. Well, obviously, it is the parents' right to get to determine what their kids are learning. Now, I do think it is an option, a viable and probably good option for a lot of parents to be able to take their kids out of the public education system. But for the parents that aren't doing that or can't do that, or even the parents who are just invested in their school district, you not only have the right, you have the responsibility to speak up about this. See, here's here's the problem with this. This is why... Tax dollars should not be going to things like this because I'm paying for it. Right. So they can say, well, you just take your kids out. Good. Do I get a stop? Do, am I stopped paying for the school right, right down the street? Exactly. So I, I can't be punished by paying for that school and reaching into my own pocket and paying again. Yes. It's just not right. But they understand that even though you are investing your dollars into the school, that you have to. They don't really have to listen to you because you are forced to pay for them. So they really don't have an incentive. Yeah. Ellie, good talking to you. Thank you very much. You're going to be with us on election night. Yes, election night. It'll be fun. Yeah. Your prediction on... Red wave, red trickle. Mm, I was skeptical a couple weeks ago. I have a much stronger feeling about a red wave now than I did even two weeks ago. Did you see the uh, view yesterday? In fact, do we have, can I play, uh, let's see, uh, cut two and cut four, please. It was really strange to me that he chose to bully a stroke Victim, yeah, exactly. right. Like he obviously was bullying him, and um, you know, I don't think yeah, the people of Pennsylvania or the people in general um, liked that because Fetterman raised one million dollars after that debate, oh. and I think it takes real courage to show that you've been knocked down. I think it takes real bravery oh to allow people. Okay, play to the see next cut, weakness. please. 
right? The Republican yeah. Party's running a bunch of ads about showing Fetterman you know, st uh, stumbling on things because of the stroke. Mm -hmm. What kind of a doctor is behind that? Aren't you supposed to do no harm? It's so mm -hmm. unempathetic to the guy, you know? And I just want to say that Oz is very slick. Okay, He's stop. a TV... Uh, it's remarkable. I thought that Dr. Oz actually did a great job of keeping a neutral face. I mean, I looked mortified the entire mm -hmm. time I, I was watching John Fetterman. I, I thought Dr. Oz was very respectful, actually. He didn't yeah. point it out once. He didn't no. point it out. I mean, he said at one point, he said something <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I, I don't know if maybe I didn't say it clearly enough for him to understand. But what I was saying, that's the, like, the only time you could argue he referenced but, right, And that's totally legit, by the totally. way, because he actually cannot compute the English he language. He can't do it. It is. Yeah. It says something really bad about the Democrat. It shows that our republic is at stake yeah. because they don't care about the individual. They no. just want bodies that are warm that will vote the way their people tell them to vote. Or I guess it's just his wife who is kind of just behind it and pushing it, which is really? shameful. Yeah. And wouldn't it be interesting if something happened to him and then she just steps into the role a real she makes him look conservative in mm. comparison. Allie, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. Cindy wrote in about her experience. She said, I'm skeptical by nature. Uh, I wasn't expecting very much when I started taking Relief Factor. I have severe back issues. I've had over 100 surgeries. Oh, my gosh. She said, I also suffer from MS. So pain has been with me my entire life. I can't take regular pain meds, so I ordered Relief Factor. I figured I'd give it a try. I felt improvement in about 10 days. Cindy, I am so glad to hear that. I, I hope I have a chance to meet you someday. Um, the people that write in, it's not because I have really bad headaches, you know, and on Tuesday I got a, you know, I, I was usually taking some aspirin and that wasn't working. These people, the people that are writing in are writing in because they're dramatic changes in their life. Please get your life back. Just try it. Relieffactor.com. 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. Relieffactor.com. The Glenn Beck Program. I want to replay something uh, from Joy Behar where she's mocking Dr. Oz. Uh, play cut four here for me, will you? Listen to this again. The Republican Party is running a bunch of ads about showing Fetterman you know, st uh, stumbling on things because of the stroke. Mm -hmm. What kind of a doctor is behind that? Aren't you supposed to do no harm? It's so unempathetic to the guy, you know? And I just want to say that Oz is very you notice slick. Anything missing in He's that. a TV guy. Yeah. Remember that. There's another woman in Arizona, Carrie Lake, also a TV woman. Mm -hmm. So they're very slick. You know, you're not and slick and you're on TV. Like, you know, with the stroke <laughs> and without the stroke, he's not as slick. But he has ideas and he has governed. Oh, good God. Did, I know, he's I know, governed. I know. I know. Um, have you, did you notice anything missing from that? Um, uh, integrity? <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Applause. The view is once they say any statement, you know, where, 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 doesn't it seem empathetic? Woo! Right? No. no applause. And I think their applause lines are going down. 
Um, also, this is Ted Cruz just the other day. Last year, the federal government took in $4 trillion in tax revenues, most money in history we've ever taken in. The problem is we spent nearly $7 trillion, and that's what We do cover climate here, guys. Me. We do cover excuse climate. Me. Ladies, ladies, excuse us. Let us do our job. Let us do our job. We hear what you have to okay, say. stop. Now, so they're climate protesters. Climate protesters saying, climate now, you know, climate action now. And they're doing it to the view. Those guys are as lefty as you can get. This should be a warning of something that I've said since 2008 or nine. When they're done with everybody else, they'll come for you. There is, there is, it's relentless. They just keep eating their own. But notice what Whoopi said. It's what you've said. It's what America has been saying, if not out loud lately, in their hearts. Just let us do our job. Leave us alone. Let us do our job. What do you say we send that message clearly November 8th? The Glenn Beck Program.